How's it, everybody? We have entered summer session two of this 2023 year. That was rough. I know I didn't do a recording last week because it was my birthday. So took the week off. But did I really, though? Session one ended on a Friday. And then you have the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. And then session two starts right back up on Monday. And what was Monday? That was my birthday. I'll get into it that in a bit. But let me just close out session one and it i think i may have said this in my last episode of the podcast but it went by so fast like six weeks goes by really really fast and i'm not like hating on that i actually (laughs) kind of like it i wish like regular school was six weeks and that accelerated i know there's some like tri-semesters that have it for 12 weeks right which i think is like the sweet spot for learning my first year i did 10 weeks which actually felt Not short, but not long either, because I think it was really intense. So I think if you add two more weeks to that, that would have been fine. But 16 weeks is is a little long, is a little much. But I know you can go a little bit more in depth in it. But I feel like maybe particularly for the class that I've been taking or maybe my degree program when you get higher up, they're just giving you more time to work on stuff, which I'm not sure is super valuable in the first two years in, in terms of the kinds of work that we're doing. So still a believer in the 12 week tri-semester kind of schedule. And I think I did that. Did I do that for Washington State? I'm not sure. I don't remember anymore. That's how old I am. But anyway, moving on. The classes. So the one that I TA for, we did the final grading for it. And I was very happy that the students, especially two of them, vastly improved and like are really looking at our notes and understanding how to improve upon it and I think the quote-unquote mistakes that they were making from the second paper were very not minor but more like a bit of a advanced sort of APA style rule that you know is not used very often taking note of what we said you should do for this, they automatically did it. And in fact, those two students got 30 out of 30, a 100% on that paper. So when it's the writing is better or to that level, it's actually much more easy to grade because you're not spending time making comments or like looking at all the mistakes that are on the paper. I was a little bummed that my last meeting with my professor was that Friday, but she said she had a 1030 meeting, but our meeting is at 10 o'clock. It usually lasts an hour, sometimes even longer when we're talking story. But she had a 1030 meeting, so we had to cut it short. And I think that was a time where a couple of the students had turned in their papers. And I thought, oh, maybe we could um, look it over together and really kind of agree on a grade now. So then there's just the other two that we'd have to do asynchronously with each other. But that took up a lot of time. And I think um that meeting getting cut short like that really didn't allow me to say you know thank you properly and really kind of close out our time together and I wrote it in an email when I was done grading on Saturday because everything was due on Friday and I just kind of wrote to her that you know I really appreciated our one-on-one time together our weekly meetings and really reflecting on like we've been together doing this for six months now right and maybe a little longer because I think our first meeting was in um mid to late december and then now it's it was the end of june so to work with her this closely uh for six months i thought was really good and just 
I was, you know, reflecting back on like the different dynamics that or the relationships that you have with your professors and that dynamic can be different between two people because of the similarities that you share. And I've always said this in my head just from past experiences. And I think just the nature of um, how we are as human beings and then um, what is, I suppose, the word appropriate in society. But I think like women bosses for me um i think i have a better relationship with only because it's woman to woman you know what i mean like we can for a lack of a better term like get away with talking about topics that would be probably inappropriate to have with someone of another gender right and it really of course always boils down to the person itself so the kinds of talk story that I have with this professor is vastly different from my other professor who is actually my boss for um, my graduate assistantship. So in that regard, I really enjoyed the, you know, talk story sessions that were kind of sprinkled into all of our weekly meetings that we have with each other, because in a way, I think she was also more open with me, even though we have this professor student dynamic. But I think eventually we sort of shared with each other our age and we're not you know super far off from each other and i think in that regard then you you can i'd like to say we're friends you know what i mean of first we're always professor student but you know this is grad school and anyone can come in at any age so i suspected but to know we were sort of closer in age i think bonded us more and the work that we did together and how we got to know each other better throughout the first half of this year or I hope that she thinks I'm her friend too because I really do consider her a friend like genuinely I really enjoy talking story with her and working with her and she's been such a good mentor and collaborative and a great teacher I'm actually gonna really miss her I told her that in my emails like you know that's all I've kind of known for the first six months of this year and it's gonna be weird kind of readjusting back to what it was before, which is us not having our own one-on-one -on -one meetings weekly because I, I'm not her TA, right? So she will be missed. So I'm glad I'm able to express myself now about that on this podcast because I really think it's something I want to say and just put out there that I really did enjoy my time. I've said it to her directly and I really feel like I need to say it on this platform because, you know, grad school is really tough and I think Teachers matter and it doesn't matter on the university level or whatnot. And I think if you can have a good, respectable relationship with your teachers, I think that's where the most harmony works and how you can really learn and grow um, together. And I want to take that sort of modeling that she did for me and be that to hopefully any or all of my future students that I have, hopefully when I'm teaching again. So I will end with my, you know, teaching assistantship with her uh, with that. So um, I'm a little sad. That's a little tear. But anyway, my other class, um, the visual design class, our final assignment was to create an infographic of a topic of our choice. So like pretty much anything goes this is our last assignment. We've learned everything we needed to learn. I, if anything, we just needed to demonstrate our design decisions and we had minor parameters like it had to be a um, letter size eight and a half by 11 it could be landscape or portrait 
um, we did have to use a grid system and then show that in our presentation. And and then otherwise, you know, color, spacing, proximity, all of those things that we learned about the principles of design was up to us. And I thought, you know, when you have that so much more autonomy on that, it just takes forever to decide, like, what do you want to do? Right. The more constraints you have, you're limited of your ideas, but that almost makes it faster to create something because, you know, for example, our our real our first real project and can't use color. I was like, well, I don't have to care about what color to use. It doesn't matter. So, you know, in, in that regard, it goes faster. So this one, I endeavored to finish on a Friday, even though the assignment was due on Sunday. I was like, fuck that. You know, it's it's like the beginning of my birthday weekend. Like and technically the summer session ends on Friday. So I am going to finish this on Friday, which means I had about like three or four days to complete it. So I ended up picking. I mean, the professor said to choose a topic that you're really passionate about. And I don't know if you meant like professionally or anything like that. So I just went with, you know, that's so unequivocally me and kept my theme of friends. And my topic was the top five goat episodes of friends, the greatest of all time episodes. And it didn't take me very long to choose, I think. And I did say that it's in no particular order because I ordered them in their appearance so from the earliest episode to the latest episode and through iteration I originally had top four because the template that I chose and this time around I didn't use Figma it's the only project I didn't use Figma because I wanted to use Canva and their extensive library because I knew I wanted to use the different kinds of icons um, in it so and I knew they had a bunch of templates so I figured I'll get inspiration from one and then really change it from there. And I really feel like the way the template was to the final, I don't, there's a lot, a lot of variation from it. So I didn't just like pick a template and like did it, you know, so. added that as the fifth episode is the one with Brad Pitt. So like I said in my Loom video, you can fight me on this, but this is my top five greatest of all time friends episode. Okay. And that is in chronological order. Okay. The greatest of all time is number one, the one with the prom video, of course, because we got to see like fat Monica and that's when he's her lobster and like Ross and Rachel kiss. Again, that's not their first kiss, right? Because the one in um, Central Park. And the second one is, of course, the one with the embryos. The one where the guys and the girls bet over their apartments for. Oh my God, I think that's probably actually the number one episode for ranking them. Next up is the one where everyone finds out. So when Chandler and Monica were secretly dating and then everyone else except Ross finds out and they kind of play games to get them to admit that they're dating. The last two are two Thanksgiving episodes. Number four is the one where Ross got high. Again, the one where Rachel tries to make a trifle. And the last one is, again, with Brad Pitt, where he joins the gang for Thanksgiving. So as you know, that Friends is huge on their Thanksgiving episodes. So not surprising that two of them made the top five list 
for me. So you can fight me on it. Trust me. I think there's a lot of honorable mentions. Like I could do a top 10. I could do a top 15. But for the sake of the assignment and space on the canvas, I chose top five. So I was actually really happy. And then I was smiling a lot when I was doing this project because I'm really proud of myself and really happy with the content that I put on there. And I think I did get a couple comments of it because, you know, who doesn't love friends? So that wraps up summer session one. Now, when I woke up on my birthday on Monday, the first thing I had to do was get off my ass and like fucking register for a class. And I was like telling, I think my sister, like, you know, I'm a summer baby, so I've never had to or never got to, I suppose, celebrate my birthday during the school year. So I don't know what that feels like. And you know what? It fucking sucks. <laughs> like kids who have their birthday during the school year and like have to go to school on your birthday, like totally sucks. So, you know, having to wake up and register and then I already got the email, like welcome to week one, welcome to class. Here's the syllabus. Here's your assignments for the first three weeks and go. And I'm like, I should not be spending my fucking birthday doing this. Like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, I spent the morning. My husband's like sleeping in. I spent the morning going through all the assignments, uh, you know, gathering myself, calendaring like, OK, what is on tap here? And I have to admit, I spent the week on Oahu and I'm usually better about this, but I think I was going hard on celebrating my big 4-0, my 40th birthday that I still haven't even read. We're supposed to, out of nine articles, we're supposed to pick two articles that we're going to write a paper about that's due at the end of week three. And I still haven't read my second article. To be fair, I did read about four of them and then like early on decided, okay, I don't want to choose this article. I'm going to choose something else. So even though we're supposed to skim nine, um, I did sort of read more in depth on a few articles that I think judging by my skimming and its title, I chose and then you read it further and I'm like, okay, this, this one, not really for me that I want to choose to do this long assignment that we have. So still working on that, even though actually it's due in like less than two weeks. So I really got to get off my ass and do that. But again, getting really lazy now. Um, I've, I've also never taken summer session two before. Like even in my master's program, there was only one summer session to kind of keep going in summer session two. I'm just, I think the burnout is real. And well, to be fair, I also got started during my birthday. So maybe I just need to just like get off my ass and like fucking start doing shit after I record this podcast. You know, as I record this, I already got the email for the start of week two. It's a very interesting course. This advanced research, I had a choice between taking mixed methods, which would have been two weeks in person, but three weeks total. They needed people to sign up for this class to make quorum. So I did this instead, which would have been asynchronous, but six weeks. But honestly, I didn't mind. I'm here, I'm doing it, and this advanced research class is Special Topics Advanced Indigenous Research Methods, which is super interesting. The professor I've never had before, she's not faculty, but is an instructor, has taught a few LTech classes. So it's actually kind of nice to have a brand new instructor as well, because I've just sort of re been repeating the same ones because our faculty numbers have been dwindling from the start of the program when I entered it. It's been really exciting. She chose a lot of articles in the Pacific region, which I really like. Half the articles that we have to choose is Hawaii based. And then the other ones is like Australia, Aotearoa, New Zealand, Samoa, 
I believe, Fiji. And then one was of Tongan descent, but worked at University of Wellington in New Zealand. See, I did my work. Okay, I'll be reading articles. You know, I wouldn't know that if I didn't. Just super interesting. Me being a minority and then living in Hawaii and then I feel like understanding where they're coming from. And I think this first week kind of focused on autoethnography, which is a word I heard in the first summer session, not through class, but during that workshop I had to go to, I met one of the team members and he said he was working on autoethnography. And I was like, well, I've heard of ethnography. And how do you do autoethnography? But in autoethnography, you add yourself and your past experience and your journey to coincide or 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 that you're you're studying, I suppose, your own um, indigenous background culture and writing in your experience with it when studying this ethnography group as well. So I thought it was super interesting. And that's why I didn't mind reading all these other articles um, or skimming through them as well. And, you know, thinking about my own biography, autobiography, and I can see that building in week two and what we have to do there. So I have yet to like really dive deep into that, but that will be next week's podcast, right? What well, what I did for week two. So I just really have to say, I'm glad I registered for this class. You know, I got lukewarm reviews for that mixed methods course. And, you know, I didn't mind staying on Oahu for two weeks, you know, six hours a day and whatnot doing mixed methods. But um, a couple of people said, you know, you could just read the book and it's fine. You know, even though it's written by the guy who who wrote all these books on mixed methods. Um, so I think I'm happy with the decision I made that trading in three weeks slash two weeks in person versus six weeks asynchronous. I'm glad I chose this one. And um, I'm, re- I'm really excited. I think I'm going to learn a lot. And I think I'm, I'm already having fun in this class just because we get to write about ourselves, I suppose, you know, and in a different lens. And I think that's also what makes it interesting. That is all I have for my birthday week, summer session two, getting started. Here we go, underway. I can't wait to share more what I'm learning in this class. And it's really interesting. Also, just to switch gears to that sort of PhD level thinking, right? Reading, critical thinking, reading, writing in APA style guidelines, as opposed to the summer session one was more, you know, like design work, um, reading, yes, but no writing papers, all that kind of stuff in the TA part. Sure. So I think to really flex that brain right now is fun in terms of just doing something different. And I think it'll also kind of keep the brain waves sort of warm by the time we start fall semesters like I'm already on that wavelength you know about like reading journal articles and thinking about things differently so I'm excited so I will see you on the next pod